You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Happy Endings After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Happy Endings After Show. What's up, everybody? Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show for Happy Endings. We're in season three, episode six, to serve with love. I am your host Kelly, and joining us tonight are. Thomas Pylon to Polish for love. <laughs> to Poland for love. That made no sense whatsoever. And we have a special uh, super fan of the show joining us. Since, Who is uh, filling two seats yes, tonight. Exactly. He's got some big shoes. He's a big guy. Spicy and I, Matt spicy are and off partying together somewhere, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But tell us your name. Uh, uh, my name is Perrin Kusu. I'm filling in for Spicy Marty. Yeah. Well... I don't know if it can bring some spicy hotness, but <laughs> I can definitely bring bring a sweet and sour. Definitely. Oh, you went there. That's yeah, good. We like that. <laughs> well, we had such a fun episode tonight. We got to meet the Kirkovich parents, which I was very excited about. And in our preview show and a couple shows before, we had talked about um, the parents coming to visit. And this episode did not disappoint. I thought it was great. So let's start out with Jane and her speech that she was trying to make for her to celebrate her dad's, what was it, 25th? 25th anniversary and- of the, the mattress store that he owned. Because as Penny mentions later, memory phone always remembers. And, but don't you think? So she's going over the speech, and you know, and sorry, Jane is just so like she has to get everything right. She has to be like Daddy's little girl. She's always on top of everything. You know what I thought was the most interesting interesting thing off the bat. Her dad and her are, number one, so similar. He worked in sales for years, and now she sells cars. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was neat that they kind of showed. Like I never would have guessed. Well, we see the dynamic between the parents and the two of them. You know, Alex and Jane, obviously, are sisters. So to see the four of them kind of, you see that Alex is like her, very much like her mom. And (laughs) Jane is so much like her dad. So it was a challenge. You know, he doesn't laugh at anything. He's kind of, you know, he's a tough crowd to please. Mm -hmm. And usually she goes for the heartfelt, you know, kind of lovey-dovey, passionate speech. But this year she wanted to be different. She wanted to start, do some comedy. And Brad was a little discouraging and telling her that was kind Definitely. of a bad she idea. She wants to make her dad laugh for sure and yeah. I think that she's like the son that they never have and it's just like <laughs> put so much pressure on her because she's the older mm-hmm. sister you know so she has to make and now I understand why she's such a perfectionist like at all times she's just like have this thing about her like oh god oh god I have to make this thing perfect you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah she's a little nuts about it and Excuse me. I like too in this episode how they the friends kind of switch around and we see different couples. She actually goes to Max 
for help on how to, you know, get a joke ready. And... With the projector slide. Like, she had the whole thing set up, of course, just the way Jane would do it. And it was just funny. And so she's like, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to help me. And so he's, mm-hmm. like, trying to channel. And he made some joke about, like, some horrible Jewish joke about Nazis running or something. <laughs> or, you know, I'm running from Nazis. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, it was just a funny joke that he made. And, like, they went over and, I mean... I give her props, though. Like, you know, she she definitely tried to think out of the box, and mm-hmm. she really did have a very good joke that her dad ended up liking. Well, she really needed to do her research. You know, she wanted to really kind of get in there. She went through all of his favorite things, the things, you know, all of his interests, and wanted a joke that encompassed all of them. Mm-hmm. And after and all And there's of this- literally nothing on that list. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just like, hmm, anyone is even interested Well, what in was Ch- it? World War Two? Chevy Chase, Chevy the, talk, Chase okay. the talk show host. <laughs> Which um, I've never heard of Chevy Chase the talk. If anybody has, tweet us or let us know. Definitely. I've, I have never, that is one I did not here what was the other ones there was um well the one it was thing like that war word of warcraft or something it was no something, it was world war ii that world he war ii oh, that he yeah. likes yeah and then we found out you know from alex that he likes gallagher smashing the watermelons like that's the one thing that can always make him laugh Definitely. and jane and brad just don't get it they just do not find that funny so mm. she just kind of went through everything was really trying to you know make make a difference and do something different for her dad and as we're at this party you know he even tells her i'm looking forward to your speech i want to take a nap <laughs> you know <laughs> so she's like okay okay so she has her joke already she runs it by brad and it just kind of goes right over his head mm-hmm. you know he just mm-hmm. doesn't get it and um and that's then, when she leaves him with her dad and yeah. he, he kind of got nervous well because it flashes back because when he's saying to um that her, that her dad is a tough crowd you know it flashes back and he has this awkward have you ever been like in a room with somebody that you don't really know mm-hmm. and you're a little well, self-conscious and you say you know you're trying to make conversation so it's just like you know how about that game tonight or <laughs> you know how about that weather you know just something very generic and mm-hmm. that's kind of what he does is so parties huh and her her dad is like really well you know what's interesting <laughs> is that like i feel like she um well i mean um her dad doesn't give brad the love that he gives to dave you know what i mean i i don't know if that's a racist thing that because <laughs> it's just like they when they first met each other i expect more of an interaction between them you know mm-hmm. but i guess what they want to create that because it's the father-in-law the son-in-law yeah. kind of thing well it to me it looks like they don't they don't have very much in common yeah. and it's hard Definitely. With, with, Dave, with Dave's character it's hard not to just like him because That's he's true. just he's so much more I, I, the, I don't know like Brad's personality and Dave's personality it's just a little easier I don't to me and I don't want this to sound really bad because I don't really need it as bad spit as you can say just spit it out. he's kind of like a little puppy that you just kind of want to who uh, Dave, Dave yeah. that, you know True. what I mean he has that kind of thing about him right, that you just right, can't right. You really can't be mean to him you can't dislike him when Alex is such a mess anyway so they're like gosh take her off her like <laughs> exactly his, even when, when he addressed you know an issue we'll get to in a bit like he wasn't really that upset with Dave just more like Alex like thanks you know like yeah. the, the, Alex has big shoes to fill you know, with Jane, like Jane mm-hmm. does everything, and Alex that's never true. measures up. And we, and I hope they touch on that later because mm-hmm. it, she does have a little inferiority complex, but she is a little ditzy, so she, maybe she doesn't realize it. And then where is <laughs> like.
like Jane is so perfect. Jane does everything. Like mm-hmm. I don't think any man would be good enough for Jane in her dad's eyes. Like it's just yeah, like it that's definitely... my baby girl. No one is gonna measure up to her. Exactly. And it doesn't True. matter who he is, how successful. That's Jane. And mm-hmm. Alex is like, let's just take care of Alex. <laughs> that's kind of what I took. Because if you saw like Alex and her mom eating, you know, as her before well, they went over the speech, it's just those dynamics that you touched on earlier. Mm-hmm. It it was really funny to see. Like they each have their spot in the family. And you I know, like can I add that. something? Uh, yeah. Go. So Alex and her mom, you know, like at first when you look at them, because they're so beautiful mm-hmm. and they're so skinny, you wouldn't think that like her mom is like crazy and buffet. <laughs> They'll be like, this is a trick that you need to do. You have to flirt with a carver <laughs> so he can cut you the biggest piece. I I just cracked. Oh, like, she had a whole strategy on how to uh, eat at the buffet <laughs> line. That you start with your meats, you forget the vegetables because they fill you with nonsense. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and then you make good eye contact or good chemistry with the with, with the, the carver, sexual. yeah, the sexual, sexual or I thought you said sensual, no, sensual it contact, was sexual, sexual, sexual <laughs> contact, because your stomach will thank you later. Yes, but but you don't have okay. I have my little secrets when I go eat. I have my little secrets on how like you talk or you make small talk with people, and they usually hook you up with extra food. I don't know if you guys. I mean, I kind of relate. Well, being to that. an Asian, so buffet is all I eat. So I'm just <laughs> saying, like you know, seafood buffet. I just usually I just like sneak in there somehow, get in front of line, get all the seafood. I don't care about oh, the you're meat. You're the one I, that does that. I do. Oh, <laughs> so you're the one that piles like three plates high before. Oh you sit crap! Down? Yes, that's me. I'm sorry. But well, you guys don't have that. Like you don't you don't have your little tricks like when you go somewhere and eat like. Eat. You know, honestly, I'm not a big buffet style fan, so I don't. I don't, you know I don't really I'll, have a I'll, plan I'll, of I'll, I'll use some of the advice. I'll, I'll turn on the sexual chemistry <laughs> thing with the, the chef. I'll be like, hey, give me some. Maybe you can get the biggest lobster tail. Oh, but- you just might get dessert. Oh, oh. anyway. Oh, oh that's a good joke. Anyway. But- oh, yeah, oh, snap. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I definitely think, like, you know, her speech, you know, b- back to Jane's speech, like, uh-huh. You know, she worked really hard, and then when Brad went and, like, spilled the beans, like... Well, he stole it right from under her because he's in that awkward situation with her dad. Again, he's like, so, the parties, huh? And her dad is like, really? You're still on that? Seriously? And then he's like, you want to hear a joke? (laughs) And Uh he's hesitant about it because he really didn't get it either. Mm-hmm. Right. So he, you know, and he kills it. And I love how she catches him at the end and he does his whole like boom. <laughs> and then she looks at him and he like retracts it. <laughs> he like pulls it back and puts it away <laughs> in, the, in a very Brad style. It was hilarious. <laughs> right. Well, maybe that's why she disappeared because, you know, Jane always over prepares. Mm-hmm. So when she got that watermelon, maybe she was like, oh, I have to have plan B in case this doesn't work. Well, maybe well, that's where she's, she went. You know, away she's the always the, the the dutiful hostess, so she's mm-hmm. probably walking around mingling. She set up everything, you know. She pretty much handles it all, so she's got to make her rounds and you know make sure everybody's having it a good time. And you know, it's very important to her. And but I like how she had you know that plan B. She came up <laughs> with it pretty quickly. I don't know where she well, got that stash, <laughs> but I'm just like, wow, where do you get? When she addressed them. Uh-huh. Well, Serbians, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> It's just like, well, it's not very natural. She's just like, hey, let's, uh, no, no, no. It's just kind of funny. Well, when, and after the joke goes over well, after Brad tells the joke, then we learn that the only other thing that makes her dad laugh is physical comedy, which Alex had touched on before, Mm -hmm. but he says it out loud. You know, people, you know, 
very physical comedy is what he really likes. So she's like, okay, you stole my joke. I have nothing left. I'm just going to go for it. Mm-hmm. And she right. goes full on Gallagher with the hair, the mustache, the striped shirt. <laughs> I mean, everything. It was fantastic. And she's like, dad, this is for you. And boom, boom, <laughs> faints, cuts away. Brad's and like, babe, are you okay? She did, She actually did mean to hit the watermelon, not her forehead. And she's like, <laughs> when she came to conscious, she's like, did, did he laugh? Did dad laugh? And her dad's like, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just like, like, he can't even she... ask her if she's okay. He's laughing so hard. You know, that's funny because I expect that's kind of like a Penny's moment. That's never yes. Jane's moment. You know what I mean? Well, and like, it kind of makes her... you think, was it an accident or did she plan that out as type A as Jane is? You know, I'm yeah, I can't. True, that's Jane true. isn't that. I'm, I mean, she's not that klutzy. Like she's very. She, no, that's yeah. why I'm. Yeah. So but did that's she so mean funny. to? Hit, I mean, that's the question. Did she mean to hit the watermelon, or did she just want to go like just go it for so it? hard? She just went so and like, might get a brain tumor later <laughs> on. Yep, I I think so. Well, you know, it go like I mean, I have two sisters, and it, it kind of goes like a, a lot of times girls like to please their dad. They just like to be like, Dad, I did this. Dad, I did that. And versus the brother role, you're like, Oh, Dad, I did this. Whatever. Yeah. And she kind of, I would say she kind of did. She really wanted to show like, Dad, I did it. Yeah. And then boom. Yeah. I mean, whether it was intentional or not, she was gonna overdo it. And yeah. I think she could have just oh gotten God. caught in the moment and just. Boom. She, she fell pretty out. well, though. She and she had well. that big red welt on her forehead. Kudos to the makeup department. I, I know, would say no, that. It was great. It was and all great. she was worried about was if it made her dad laugh. And so. I believe we have a special caller. Ooh, yay. Woo. Who is on the phone? Is it who I think it is? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. It's Ronnie Jr. What's up, you guys? Ronnie, What's up, Ronnie? is back. What's up, What's Ronnie? Up? <laughs> I think the watermelon thing was 100% intentional. Like that yeah. was that was intense, and it was you know proving the love or trying to get the acceptance of the dad. So mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's the type A personality as we always talk about. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely. when she goes for it, she definitely goes for it. I mean, did you see how quick she put that costume on? It was like three point two seconds. I see even that. <laughs> well, I mean, she yeah. was like that was like un- she probably like had buttons and ripped the other thing off. Like <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. I love this episode. But real quick, I want to remind you guys to please go to iTunes and go to uh, download our podcast. It's free. Tell your friends. Let us know what you think. Do you think Jane hit that watermelon on purpose, or was it an accident? And did it? kind of mess with her whole plan and just kind of work out because it was funny but please rate and comment we love to hear your comments and we want to keep doing what we do and it really really helps us out and we're going to have a special guest on next week too but no one is as good as Ronnie Jr. we Miss, miss you. Mr. Oh. Jr. Your last name is oh, Jr. right? You guys it's so funny <laughs> I haven't watched this show uh, you know on the weekly basis like you guys do every uh-huh. you know every week in studio and when you go without the show you know on a weekly basis it is so funny to watch like I was falling out laughing today it, it's that kind of show that you do whatever you do without your week and then you go plug into this it was hysterical like all the penny stuff the nickel stuff like I just, what did you think of the Alex it just and really really made me laugh just like the old days oh yeah no it's fantastic I mean that brings us right into Alex and Dave going back into this party you know we find out that Alex tells Dave he doesn't really have to go and everybody you know and then Penny jumps in which was very interesting because we you know there was that little bit of love triangle between the three of them Mm -hmm. but yes now Penny has a boyfriend and apparently now she's a whole 
relationship guru. guru for 11 11 days <laughs> for 11 days she no, no, no. <laughs> so into it love it 11 nights so 11, 11 nights oh 11 nights and then she's like 11 nights 11 days oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's a lady of the night apparently. yeah so she convinces dave and and you know and does make sense because sometimes in a relationship, even though one party says, no, you really don't have to do this when it comes to a family thing, usually it means you don't have to, but if you don't, it, it kind of sucks if you don't, so you should do it anyway. You know, you, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of one of those things where even though we say no, we mean you should really be there. But in this case... With Alex, it means no. It no, means no means no. Don't show up, please. <laughs> she had not told her parents that they were back together, and her dad is still pretty kind of, you know, ticked. Well, because he has he to spent retire. All that money. He's not going to retire on time now, and if he's anything like Jane, time, everything has to be done a certain way, and yeah. he is not going to be able to hit that retirement. Definitely. Which he reminded him of. Well, you know, so she's at the... She She's eating. She's chowing down on some sausage or whatever with her mom, <laughs> uh-huh. and uh, all of a sudden, Al- uh, Alex is chowing down with her mom. And all of a sudden, Dave walks up, and Dave, you know, she's like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "Oh, hey, just wanted to join the family." And her mom was kind of surprised, <laughs> and she's like, "Well, but the key thing he says is since we're serious mm-hmm. now," and she's like, "Serious, serious about?" Because her mom is like, "Serious? What do you mean?" <laughs> serious, and like, she plays yeah. it off. We're all she's serious. Like, <laughs> it's post nine eleven. I mean, we're serious <laughs> since the earthquake, since that floating pile of trash in the Pacific. <laughs> And, you know, she's like, I'm going to escort them out. And that's when they have their talk. And, uh-huh. you know, I, I mean, did you what did you think of that, Ronnie? Like, did you when they when uh, Alex and Dave had that talk and she pulled him aside? I mean, this was Dave actually like trying to, you know, be the man and mm-hmm. and stand up for his woman. I mean, what did you think about how she responded to that? Um, I just like to see her shaky bakey. I think I like seeing all the <laughs> bitches act that way. You know, that's where we get the best comedy, whether it's the type A personality, where it's Alex trying to cover stuff. Um, I think she just, you know, there's a sense of reality that she is trying to go forward in this relationship, but doesn't know how to address or assess it. So, it, you know, it opens up for great conversation, and then it opens up for some depth within these two characters as well. You know, and I like that Dave showed up. I mean, that was that was definitely a fun thing. And as Kelly said, you knew he had to do it, but you didn't know if he was gonna do it. Thank mm-hmm. God he did do it. You know, thank Absolutely. God he showed up. Definitely. Well, and I love that the the reason behind her saying that he had. I mean, obviously. The real reason is she hadn't told her parents, but the the reason she gives the gang about why he's not coming because his food truck got booked for a quinceanera, and she said oh. that fifteen year old Mexican girls love Dave. What did they call him, Thomas? Say she it. said um, that he is uh, well. She's pronounced it differently, but basically he is the vaquero blanco del fuego, which she translated to as. The fiery white cowgirl. <laughs> I, and no one, I don't know if you guys caught that, but I was yes. like, I did. I caught Vaquera, that. Vaquera, you know, but it's Vaquero that's masculine. So he's like cowboy, the white cow, the fiery white cowboy. Yeah. It's just funny that. She, she pronounced it cowgirl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I love, I love, you know, like I was telling you guys, I haven't watched these episodes as much as you have. I love her intensity. Like she sells it as if that's what it is. And she's so, oh, it was so funny. Like to hear Alex just be the goofy girl that we see on every episode. I yeah. love that. I, I miss that you know what I mean well and this kind of showed like I mean she didn't get deep about it which they may hopefully they touch in the next episode but she's very embarrassed about that that wedding and how she walked out on him well and I think it really started to hit her at the end because what happens is when they go off and she's going to escort him out and they have that conversation you know by the end of it Dave's like you know what let's just tell everybody we're in this together I'll do it don't worry about it let's go do this and she's like okay let's do it and then that's when he runs into her dad and all he's talking about is hey remember that time I spent a lot of money and you didn't get married (laughs) just take the gas out (laughs) (laughs) and he said it twice yeah remember that time I 
He spent a lot of money and you didn't get married. And he keeps I love, going love, on and I on. I love how her dad just like make him feel bad. But mm-hmm. the fact is that he should be the one who feel bad because, you know, he was left at the altar. Right. Right. So her, her dad's still like, oh, remember, I paid for that wedding. Yeah. And, and her dad is still, still driving it home. He it's, did kind of say, though, he did say he's like, well, you know, it shows off that you can be friends with my daughter after she did that to you. So what have you been up to? And the mom's like, are you dating? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Canadian. <laughs> like, um, you know, I'm just... All those, yeah, you know, Canadian women, yeah. Hmm. yeah. And she looks well, at him like... they start, call, you know, saying, you know, after she humiliated you, she emasculated you. Castrated you. you. She, castrated you. Know, she you. did all of these things to you, <laughs> and it really starts to set into his head, and now he's second-guessing because it's embarrassing, and a lot of times it's hard to wash away what everybody thinks of you. So, I mean, that, you know, that's... For him to come back and just, but he, his character is one of those people that just doesn't hold grudges. Mm-hmm. You know, he does right. for a second, it kind of washes off, and he's like, let's move on. And that's what's so great about his character. He doesn't, you know, he's very forgiving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe a little too easy. I don't know. I, I still don't know how I feel about this whole situation. Because when, it, when, it, when it's brought up this way, it kind of is, you know, wow, that's a big deal to be left at the altar by, you know. Well, he needs to have more of a backbone with her. That's that's my opinion. Like, Alex really needs someone that can tell her this is what's going to happen at the end of the day, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, not, like, in a very authoritative way, but just needs to have that backbone. And yeah. I think Dave needs to find And today was a way for him to show that it took a little struggle on his part because he didn't mm-hmm. want to offend people. But I really feel if Dave can get that backbone that's something mm-hmm. that will that's actually notes for all the men who date the Kirkovich sister you know they need <laughs> backbones because Brad is like absolutely no backbone yeah. to him well when he's up at the bar her dad's oh. drinking scotch and he's ordering a skinny margarita <laughs> but I think with Jane a backbone wouldn't work she would I mean no, I think exactly. she would just drive straight through that I think no, they, they have a really good dynamic but they do. you know after that happened and Dave is like yeah I'm dating I'm dating and then he you know he runs outside and is kind of thinking about this whole situation and Brad goes out and gives him a pep talk (laughs) and you know tells him you know this happens in families people are going to give you a hard time it's not a big deal and you know my my, you know my aunt calls Jane cocaine skinny white (laughs) skinny and white and what did he disparagement to like the black community is what what they call her something like that and his uncle still still calls her that yeah and then you know Dave kind of calls him out and he's like yeah as you're stealing Jane's jokes to kind of please her dad and he's like yo do as I say not as I do bro <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks off but it's a good point I mean you if, if this is the kind of relationship they're going to be in a relationship it's just you're just going to have to face it that's what happens you know when you have a breakup so public Mm-hmm. And I like that he went back in, you know, kind of ruining Jane's taking, stealing a little bit of Jane's thunder with her whole Gallagher thing. But he's like, this is how it is. This is what I'm going to do. And I think her parents will respect him more for that. Mm-hmm. I was ca- actually kind of scared for him because, you know, if this kind of thing happened in the future. Yeah. Because he, he made that speech in public and they now they're all watching this couple. Okay. They're back together. Let's see. Let's yeah. wait. What's going to happen to them after, you know, like 
two months or something. Well, sometimes when you make something so publicly official, that's when you both get kind of scared. And then, you know, I don't well, know. What do you think, thing. Ron? Do you think they're going to break up next episode? <laughs> no, I, I think Dave is so innocent. You know, that's why he works so good with Alex anyways. And Definitely. what you were saying, like, is this going to, this information in his head, is it going to make him embarrassed or is it mm-hmm. going to give pressure? I think, like, he could take all that and really have to think about it. It was a fun moment for the show, but he's still going to be just as innocent. And I think in future episodes, we'll continue to see him have to, you know, keep that innocence because he's a nice guy. Like, he is the nice guy. He's funny. He's goofy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's going to be an issue with them. I mean, it'll be funny, though, but it, it'll be fine. That's Dave. That's Dave. Dave is the, the truck guy, like the food truck guy. He's cool. I know. Yeah, he is. I he I, is. I, I really do like his character a lot. And, uh, you know, he wasn't in a V-neck today. He was in yeah, a suit. Yeah, very impressive. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he was in, in a suit. shirt and tie. <laughs> He's not the surfy dude. Uh, no, no. But I, but I liked him. Um, Alex's parents. I, I hope to Alex Nunes' parents. I hope that we, that we get to see a little bit more of them because I love the two actors that played the parents anyway. They're a good fit though, though personality-wise, because yeah. you have the very and which it's just like, just like Jane and Brad. Yeah, <laughs> you have the very dominant, Kelly, a little more ditzy. Yeah. Did, we, did you guys like those parents, the Kirkovich parents, better than? I mean, because we've had some great parents on we this, have, this show. Uh, we've right. had you know Damon Wayne's the original for the, the, the you know the Damon yeah. Wayne's the Brad character, and then all obviously uh, Penny's mother we saw before. I mean, we've seen a lot. Yeah. Really Megan funny parents. What do you think saw. comparing to the other ones uh, that the Kirkoviches brought to the table? Did you did they stand out or what did you guys think? Well, personally for me, I mean, it was Shooter McGavin from <laughs> from uh, Happy Gilmore. I mean, that's like the <laughs> ultimate for me. I love it. So and you know, also um, I can't think of her name right now, but. That the uh, actress that played um, Alex's and Jane's mom is from Airplane. I mean, she is just amazing. She also played Ryan Reynolds' mom in Just Friends, and is just has great comedic timing and is just hilarious. True. And it's really a kind of a toss-up because I think that they've cast this show so well that the parents mm-hmm. fit very nicely with each of these characters. So True. it's kind of hard to pick a favorite. <clears throat> but the dynamic between these two sisters is so on opposite ends that I think the parents were perfect. So I really didn't answer your question. <laughs> yeah, you want to go back to that for a minute? No, no I good. don't have an answer. They're all equally amazing. We- mm-hmm. Exactly, <laughs> do exactly. <laughs> do you have a favorite? Um, no, I was just glad to see him. And I don't know if I love the Kirkoviches as much as you guys do, because I know you guys, we, we last season we talked about it, like Kirkovich way, it was like a big episode. But I was very impressed with these parents, yes. Like, mm-hmm. I thought I liked all the other parents more, but this, they brought it today. Like, this was, I was all about the Kirkoviches. Didn't know that I'd like it as much, and I and I definitely did. Well, to me, too, it kind of makes sense for Alex to have a racist swearing parrot. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it, right. it just kind of fits in <laughs> With that whole thing, mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a great addition to that family. Like it just makes well, sense. they they want to make it some <laughs> somewhat dysfunctional. You know, they yeah. they don't want to make it like completely perfect normal family. Yeah, it's a little bit quirky have, yeah, and it's a little bit you know a little bit sophisticated, a little bit quirky at the same time. Well, because perfect and... would be Modern Family, which is another show. This yeah, is, you know... this is, no, this is great. Oh, definitely. I, yeah, yeah. this you is know? very. This is like kind of in a way like. I like the way they cast the families because it shows, like, kind of lets you laugh at your own family because no one's family is perfect and everyone has those couple people you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's geez. true. 
oh, if it weren't for blood, I wouldn't be talking to you. You know, right. and so it's like this kind of lets you laugh at those people in your family where, you know, you're like past the gravy. What's going to come out of your mouth next? Like yeah. that, you know? Well, right, the only right. one we haven't seen so far, right, is Max's parents, right? I don't think no, we, we uh, Season one we did. We saw the parents. Max's yeah, parents? At least one time. Did we? Yeah, I think, yeah. I'm yeah, when he came out, like they, he had to talk you're to his right. Yeah, he's oh, right. right. You're, you're right. 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 Penny oh, oh, he, he really liked that, yeah, by the way. They didn't nail it as much as all the other parents that we saw. But as we see with all the parents on, right, you right. know, each character, mm-hmm. it, it does the classic. Oh, that's why this person is this way. That's why Brad is this way. That's why the sisters <laughs> act this way. You see the extension of the family going up. What Thomas just said, it is like your family. You act sometimes the way you do based on you know your upbringing and, right. and the things that you learn as a kid so yeah no we've seen almost every parent i think yeah the three no seasons. you're right right i totally forgot about that right. well and well that brings us to penny and max probably <laughs> one of my oh, so funny <laughs> really <Hi>. kelly really <laughs> yes that's so me and thomas you know that right uh, <laughs> oh but you uh, know you have relationships with people when they're your best friend and you hang out all the time and they take up most of your time when they start paying attention to somebody other than you it's a little bit hard to take and that's what we saw I mean poor Max he was like the fifth wheel every time to the point where it was you know physically they were kicking him out of the booth at the bar twice that's that's the game that they were playing with him this whole entire episode that's you know and they were calling him Roz from Frasier (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was the fifth wheel on that show. Right? Yeah, which, you know, goes back to them making references to so many, you know, things that we grew up with, which I think is fantastic. And we, we heard a lot of that, a lot of that today. But he decides he's going to, you know, craft this plan where instead of just talking to Penny about it or trying to break them up, which he thought about first, he's going to get a, another friend to make her jealous. Talk to Jane about it because Jane yes. is a master planner and everyone talks to Jane when they want to do the dirty business. Yes. He really tries. You guys have noticed that it's always Jane. What should we do? How should we do this? And she's always the. But if you notice, she didn't even say anything. He was just talking out loud and going through these mm-hmm. thoughts. But just being in her presence brought out and the manipulative you. part of his mind. He's really trying to sabotage <laughs> the relationship. Like, I wouldn't. Say, I didn't say any of that. I know, but okay. whatever. I'm gonna do it anyway. Like, and he's like, like, "Girl, take credit." She's like, "Credit taken." That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love because she'll take credit for anything. You That's know, true. she's you know she wants to be the one. She's a car so, he finds this friend, Nickel. Because <laughs> Nickel's worth more than a penny. Five times more than Penny. Many. Well, and her name is actually Nicole. Nicole. But he's going to call her Nickel. Nick- and he said that in front of Penny. <laughs> yes. And, you know, because Max talks about how he misses her breakup stories. He misses, like, all of these things. And when the episode opens, they're kind of having a discussion about what she's done to sabotage her relationship. You know, what breakup, you know, why did he break up with her now? Did Pete break up with Penny because she made her false list? No, he broke up with her because of this, this or that. Because she decided to show him her birth because she thought it would make them closer. Whatever weird things Penny does, <laughs> they're talking about all of that in the beginning. And we find out, no, they hadn't broken up. They were still together. And the gang is... It's an STD know. or a double <laughs> STD. Sorry, yeah. to disappoint. Sorry to disappoint. Sorry to disappoint. So I think that the gang, they really you know, mentally prepare that Penny won't last this right. boyfriend very long. And especially he's 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 perfect looking, you know, he's a well, good yeah. looking guy. So it's it's kind of like it's funny that her friend don't even root for her relationship. Well, no, because she's never in a relationship. And this That's is what true. we had talked about in predictions and stuff in our you know last time is wondering if this was going to last because 
it does kind of mess with the dynamic of the group. There's always, you know, you always have your funny friend or your married friend or your single. And Penny is always the one that's in, you know, always single. She right. Her relationships always end for these ridiculous reasons. <laughs> she kind of puts it out in the universe. Mm-hmm. And this time... You know, it's kind of working itself out a little, and Max got jealous. So he finds this crazy girl, Nicole, <laughs> that's, you know, telling these stories, these crazy stories. And, and she then... just happened to be Asian. <laughs> and then, you know, and then Penny, <laughs> Penny tells Max, you know, I get what you're doing, but she doesn't. She's like, since I'm in this perfect relationship, you want me to fix your friend. <laughs> and he's like, no, no. And then she starts talking, you know, going into it. Yeah. And then that's when and she fi- And then she sends, you know, she sets her up with Pete's brother. And it's just, again, Max is knocked out of the group and he's like this is not going according that's to that's the second time he got knocked out of the yeah. group and it was jonathan right i think was his name was or johnny it was uh, i thought it was steve or was it steve? <laughs> well <laughs> ronnie did you did you catch his name no no i didn't catch the exact <laughs> name but no that was funny it was yeah jonathan, yeah he he was jonathan the oh, okay. and then he brought in his nickel which was bigger than a penny and then yeah. he still became the oddball so it was but it was i, I know that and they I thought have... of it instantly with um penny one of the seasons you know she brought in her replacement of max within yes. Derek. so That's i'm right. kind of wondering how much we'll see you know of crazy asian nicole you know like we may <laughs> see a lot of her throughout the season so that would be kind of exciting to have this you know, kind of like a psychotic character into mm-hmm. the season. Definitely. No, it would be funny to see kind of a dynamic if she's still around and then Derek comes back. Like, I would mm-hmm. like to see the four of them hang out and kind of see what kind of transpires with that. I think that would be really funny. <laughs> or Penny get jealous later. You know, if Penny... Well, and she is bound to, you mm-hmm. know, but... Definitely. You know, they have this whole thing going on and Penny thinks that she is just the master relationship person. <laughs> She's been in this relationship for two, almost, you know, let's say two work weeks. And she's, Eleven nights. You know, she's talking to herself in the mirror like she's on a talk show. and Like somebody's asking her, you know, how do you make this work? And she's like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, it's just this really funny back and forth she has with herself. And then, lo and behold, she makes the fault list and Pete Uh-oh. finds it. And gets really, you know, gets upset. He's weirded out, and he takes off. And she runs to the door. I'm pregnant. No, I mean I could be if it made you stay, but we I could, could sell it. Oh, we can make <laughs> we, money off of it. We can sell it and live off the money. It's like, girl. Damn. And then you know Max is happy because they're back together, and she's telling him her breakup story, how she chased mm-hmm. him down the block, chased him into the convenience store, hid That's behind a magazine thing. rack. Her shirt comes open her boob pops out the bad out. one the bad the one, bat one. <laughs> and she's like the lower the right one let's see her writing yeah writing she i mean he's like but both of them are bad <laughs> both of them are bad to me it's ironic because she she make fun of her uh of pete's you know nipple yeah. because it hangs uh, like a quarter lower yeah. a quarter of an inch lower and when her boobs are not even perfect it, it's just hilarious when yeah. she you know, not the perfect character. And but. then she tries to cover it up with a bridal magazine and he sees her, which is, you know, like the worst thing you can do to a new boyfriend is start looking through bridal magazines that'll make him run for the hills Of course Penny would do that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Definitely. So And what was on his what was on her list that she, that he had a B. Arthur body or something no, like that? No, that was on Max's list. That was on Ma- that was on her list for Max because Max is oh, there gotcha. with her trying to make her they're laughing about it and then he realizes she's really heartbroken. She's really like this guy. So he decides to kind of bring them back together. So he goes to talk to Pete and he shows Pete the fault list she made of him when they dated. 
And one of the one of the things on that list was that he had a B. Arthur body, <laughs> and that he when he had sex when after they had sex where they were laying in bed, he's like, "This is not what I want." Or no, while like they're having sex, he whispered, <laughs> "This, is, this, this is isn't what, what I, I want." want. <laughs> she says, "Yeah, it seemed like a shout to me." <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know, basically it was like the longer the li- <laughs> the longer the list, the greater the guy, and he was, you know, he told Pete, "Don't ruin it over some silly list," and brings them back together, and it's all super cute and all, and you know <laughs> they. Uh, all high five each other and it's great. When well, they show the nipples and he's like, "They're here, they're here," and then he's like, yeah. there. He's like, "Oh," and he's like, <laughs> he's like "But I love them." <laughs> and it was like, "Oh, you do." And then that's when they made up. Just... Yeah, because she had something on his list about his nipples, how he pronounced King Wall wrong. Yeah, and King Wall. Then... I don't know how he did it. <laughs> King Wall. I don't remember how she said he pronounced it, but he pronounced it wrong. And he was uh, too nice, too much of a nice guy in the bedroom mm-hmm. or in the boudoir. In the boudoir. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. So, but they're back together, and all is well for now. Until I don't Penny, know. well, he admitted he's like Penny. You're weird, but I like <laughs> you. Like you're just you're just odd. And he's, yeah. he he Sorry. seems he seems um, pretty real to Penny. I would say. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I like, do them like him together. He's a normal guy, mm-hmm. the first normal guy for Penny. So yeah, I'm rooting I'm, I'm for hoping, them. I'm hoping that they'll last. Yeah, I don't know. Well, let's get into some music gossip and then talk about our predictions. After Buzz TV News. So I heard that RuPaul is going to be making a guest appearance on the show. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Va-va-va-voom. So who do you think that that he could possibly be playing or she could possibly be playing? I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, he might be like, you know, it'd be really funny if they turn him into like Brad's um, fraternal, like fraternal twin or something random. It kind of like pokes at his masculinity, like kind of in a light way, not like bad, but you know, because his character is a little... What's so, it's very metro. Mm-hmm. You know, very either that metro, or just yeah. someone's like adopted aunt. Or, or maybe yeah. Or maybe Max go to like um, a gay club. Um, or, or maybe like a drag show. A or drag something. show, definitely. Yeah. And seeking out friends. And I Max seeking out friends. Like he's like, this is my new friend. <laughs> I definitely feel like it could be Max with the you yeah. know going to a drag show or whatever. Max, but yeah. I just want whatever it is with RuPaul to be playing some type of great interaction with Jane. And oh yes. You guys know that I'm like obsessed with her character. She's like one of my oh, favorites, and definitely. I think some type of competitive like Jane almost doing like a runway versus RuPaul doing the runway. Some competitive thing right there would really be hysterical for me just because of the way Jane acts, the way she's so disciplined with her life. Like that I think would be where I'd want it to go. Oh, absolutely. That would be super funny. But one of the greatest things that I saw online today, and I don't know if you saw it, Ronnie, I tweeted it out, but they have BuzzFeed.com, or BuzzSugar.com, actually, made um, Happy Endings paper dolls. (laughs) So you can get your very own Happy Endings paper doll. There are, each of the cast members has its own paper doll set. So you can, you know, cut them out and play while you're Mm -hmm. watching the show. You can dress them up. Um... Uh, Brad's paper doll set has a long blue t-shirt dress <laughs> that, he, <laughs> that, he wear, that he was wearing. He rocked that, by the way. Yeah, he did rock his that. suit. <laughs> Dave has his uh, Navajo Dave jacket and his V-neck, of course. I'll get but that. I like how his body, like his paper doll body, has a V-neck tan. <laughs> like <laughs> like oh. a V-neck farmer's tan. It's fantastic. <laughs> and then Jane, she's got her pink hair and her kind of Gwen Stefani type outfit. And Alex has the racist parrot that you can put with her. Oh. And I think it's hilarious so definitely pick up your uh, happy endings paper dolls 
I think that's funny. Speaking of parrots, I want, once heard parrots purr like a cat. It was the oddest thing. I don't know where they picked that's that up. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, they would purr like cats, I swear. Anyway. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know about all that. Yeah, they really were purring. <laughs> well, let's get into some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Ronnie? Let's start with you. Ooh, let's do, um, as I was saying, I think Dave is going to be completely okay with, you know, anything that makes him look awkward or goofy. Um, uh, gosh, who else? What's going to develop? I I just am still stuck on the Penny thing because she's just so funny. I think we all want to see her character, you know, get lost in and out of love. I think we definitely want to see that. I think the character is actually really cool that she is dating. Yes. Uh, what is he, was he a doctor? Was that his, his thing? Um, Pete's profession? Yeah, was he a doctor? What was he? What was his I don't, I don't think he's a doctor. He was like a subtle guy, so I want to see, yeah. yeah, that subtle guy with crazy things. He's too perfect sure. to be a doctor. I think doctor. that's what we will see. Yeah, no, I hope he sticks around for a few more episodes. I think that'll be... Definitely. You know, that'll be great to see. What do you think? And that particular actor, he's been around forever, and he just never booked, like, a big role. So, I mean, he kind of does. That's that Nick Zano. <laughs> I think he started with MTV years ago and did uh, a bunch of things, like, on the CW network and well, every was... damn canceled show. So, hopefully, this could be his big <laughs> hit, you know, much like Casey Wilson, which he did in SNL. And that didn't hit for her. And then now she's as big as can be. I mean, she hosted Chelsea this week or I know. recently. I saw where that. she got to actually interview, uh, what's his name, uh, Adam Polly also. Mm-hmm. So, I thought mm-hmm. that was, like, a cool thing uh, in the sense of uh, where these characters go on the show and then bigger, way beyond happy endings. Yeah, well, she also sold a show and so did Adam Pally. So they're doing a lot of big things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, Nick Dano has been around for a while. He was, you know, on that Amanda Bynes show for a long time with with, uh, Jenny Garth and that was on forever. And, you know, he's done a lot of other stuff. And he also was on Two Broke Girls. And he's going to be back on Two Broke Girls this week also. So um, we'll see. Maybe he'll be on both shows. Maybe he's got a double gig. Mm -hmm. We'll see what's going on with that. So what do you guys think? Well, I think that uh, Alex and Dave are going to have dinner with their parents. I just have a feeling that dad's going to kind of have a little talk with Dave. I could see something funny going about that. Mm -hmm. But I I think the big thing is um, Penny, and she may partner up with someone to do this, but Max is the only one that's not partnered up. So I think they're going to try to find Max love, and maybe that's how this RuPaul will play. I don't know, but it just seems like (laughs) they're going to try to remedy that situation and fix that somehow. Well, I want Grant to come back and Max and Grant to be back together. I agree, because I feel (laughs) like Max is a little bit lonely right now. They kind of just like leave Mm -hmm. him the fifth wheel and the Mm -hmm. sixth wheel and the seventh wheel (laughs) every time. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't know. I think he kind of likes it that way. We I mean, we've seen him in a relationship and you know, it kind of goes both ways for him. He's not really all that comfortable being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. He likes it one minute, doesn't the next. So maybe That's we'll see true. him kind of evolve a little bit and, you know, have a, a relationship to last a little longer. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. We'll see. It's but true. thank you so much for hanging out with us. Love, love, love the show. Can't wait to see what happens next week. Don't forget to go to AfterBuzz TV and follow us on Twitter and go to iTunes. Rate, download, and comment. We really appreciate it. And you can find me on Twitter at Kelly with an IE 079. And where can they find you at? Ronnie, thank you for joining us, by the way. And you can find me <laughs> at Thomas Guide. You can tweet out to me T O M A S G U I D E. Thanks again, Ronnie. Uh, it's for my Twitter is at the Farron K. And of course, our lovely co-host Ronnie, who we need him to come back to LA desperately. 
Where can they find you, sir? <laughs> they can find me at Ronnie Junior Media on my Twitter and then on my blog, which I'm revamping for January with a lot of great stuff about me being in New York City. Uh, it's randomlyronniejr.com. And when I'm not Twittering on my own, I'm uh, obsessively stalking Kelly's Twitter because it's the best Twitter <laughs> out there. Guaranteed, hands down. Oh, <laughs> thanks. And we're going to have um, Prentice Penny. He was supposed to be here this week, but we changed it around to next week. So he will be back in studio. So maybe you can join us again next week, Ronnie, if you're not too busy living it up in big NYC. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll call you guys. All right. Thanks again, guys. And we will see you all next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz. Buzz. you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 